<laughs> Adam just spilled his beer on the computer. Ah! To my friend so quietly Who we think he is Oh what a full moon does to me Dick sleeves don't even need to buy a new set If you ain't there Ain't no bunna Ain't no God damn it Ozzy Nate <laughs> <laughs> If you ain't there Ain't nobody else will regret It's the way that you know That I got a brew ETB in my heart Nearly skips a few But I still don't understand Just how your love can do What no one else can Voja looking so crazy right now. My dog's got me looking so crazy right okay. now. Voja looking so crazy right now. Your touch got me killing some chumps right now. Tulsimir and your boys got me looking so crazy. Got me looking so crazy in love. <laughs> God damn it, I hate that song. I don't hate that song. It was so hard to do that fucking song. I did that so much. I, did, I like half, Halfway through that, I was like... He's just he's, saying he's working really hard, and I have no idea what he's doing. But I did get it once you got to the hook. Yeah, so that's it's "Crazy in Love" by yeah. Beyonce, yeah. right? Okay. Oh damn it, Ozzy yes. Nate! I love it, but it was so hard. I like, I was trying to go through it, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just doing the end of it." And I was like, "No, he wrote all this out, and I actually had it pretty good in the car driving down here." And there's, then, a, there's a lot of words there. Yeah, it's uh, it's it was, it was brutal. <laughs> Good the job. ending was awesome, though. Good Wasn't job. that awesome? You knew what it was. I did. That makes it awesome. Yeah. Welcome to Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith. And I am Lowry Smith. Don't worry. Smiths. We're cousins. <laughs> Lowry Smiths. I am, multiple. Yeah. Well, there are like four of us in our family. So <laughs> That's good I point. speak for all of us. <laughs> There's two in this household. Correct. One's napping. Oh, sorry for that uh, terrible rendition. No, but it was no, uh, no. Uh, probably Beyonce's, my worst. Beyonce's probably going to sue us now, though. But <laughs> you know what I might do complain. is I'll just go to the beginning and just completely cut out that whole part, and you'll just have the hook at the end. And, and then it's just going to be us talking weirdly about, <laughs> about how bad it was. And yeah, everybody's like, short. that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that's giving yourself some credit, but... It was amazing. I like that part. It, it, episode it seventy-one, really well. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got the "Don't worry, we're cousins" because that's one we thing we normally forget. Sometimes we forget the episode. What are things we forget? And we are normally we forget, forget our plugs. We get our plugs in. Oh, why don't we get our plugs in? Because we actually got two new patrons this week. Yeah. So I should probably have the paper in front of me. Uh, we had two, as Adam just said, <laughs> uh, a Mister Ramsey Hanley. And uh, another Mr. Ted Wallenstein. Another Mr. Steen. Probably Wallenstein. Wallenstein. Probably should have asked him via email, which <laughs> yeah, would have helped. Which one? <laughs> Definitely would have helped. But thank you guys. That is awesome. We just had yeah. mentioned it. We were like, uh, if, we haven't gotten him for a while. If you want to be awesome, you can become one of our patrons as well. There you go. That uh, would help us in the future quite a bit and and uh, improve your listening and viewing experience yes because then once we eventually get we get the cameras and everything going and also you get the proxies that we make or the digi tokens i just uh released two of them yesterday two new yeah, digis or of silence and the uh, howling mind I, I did it more of as a basic I didn't put Howling Mine, if you notice, at the top of it because I sure, it made like it so that you can use it yeah. for multiple things because there's mm -hmm. a lot of things that make you draw, like if you uh, play um, Nekasar or something like yeah. that. Um, but that sure. actually, I want to make a Nekasar one because that one it deals damage. Exactly. So, But I, I made it more general. I tried to get the original Howling Mine art, but it 
quality wise sucked like <laughs> it's a good image it's just there's no good images high quality so it would have been all grainy and all that so i used oh what edition God. was that because did they have you know the one looks like the aladdin cave you know what i'm talking about one yeah. of the Howling mines i think that came after this one right like they splashed it in once and then it went back to this one or is well this... this is like just a different like it's a different view because this one is like open mouth person cave yeah as well but it's a different angle that's like seventh eighth edition yeah the one that i'm talking about the aladdin one yeah. oh. do you know what aladdin one i'm talking about no. it looks like it has you actually see i haven't the seen the most recent version of aladdin yeah that's not what i'm talking i'm talking about they've even had uh people have uh made proxies where they drew the actual aladdin oh. howling cave howling mine i cave. wouldn't have about that cool story Hansel. <laughs> uh <laughs> anyways <laughs> riveting. riveting so yeah and the proxy of the week was what was that this week oh yeah it was um oh beer reclamation no, vista no, yeah i'm just he's opening beer he's going out right by the Whatever. microphone what are you gonna do <laughs> what are we drinking larry what are you sharing with adam today? Uh, this is called a slow motion car wash from abel slow motion for me <laughs> slow motion for me that's a card name <laughs> and a song from juvenile a juvenile. Yeah, that was uh, a, a weird way to say juvenile. Juvenile. <laughs> hey, it's juvenile. Uh, fruit ale. Uh, Able Brewery is out of Minneapolis. Oh. Uh, it is an ale made with lactose, blackberries, boysenberries, peaches, cherries, and raspberries. I've never heard you read the ingredients before. I've done it before. And this <laughs> tastes a lot better when it's cold, so you're lucky. Mmm. That is pretty good. Yeah, warm, it tastes like a little bit too yeasty, um, <laughs> which which is kind of vomity, but with it being cold, it's pretty tasty this way. Yeah, definitely a good cold drinking beer. So yeah, uh, whoa, that was a cum bubble. <laughs> Don't let them know what we do before the episode. What are you doing? Don't worry, we're cousins. <laughs> We just lost about 50, <laughs> 50 <laughs> listeners. But if you tell other people, we might gain more. Yeah, <laughs> oh, cum bubbles involved, yeah. huh? They talk about that in the first five minutes of the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what uh, beer did you not share with me? Did you even post one this week? I didn't notice. I did. Was it a Nebraska one? No. You, you can keep not sharing those with me. I don't remember what it was. Whatever. There's a, So Larry also does a go on Twitter for the... Uh, so that was tying in the proxies and everything. Twitter's where you can kind of see the proxies and the digi cards. Also, Larry will post... Kind of, you get a trade per week, right? I mean, that's where you're getting from uh, cards. A trade or two. Yeah. yeah. When the cards are together, that means that was one trade. And then if they're separated, that means two. <laughs> Or three. You mean in the generally, picture? Generally, in the get, picture, yeah, they're yeah. separated. Okay, I'll get like two or three a week, so it's pretty consistent. I nice. think I've only missed like one week. So yeah, we got that going weekly. You got not sharing with Adam, and then also the proxies and everything. But then you can also go on YouTube and check out our video. We did uh, finally posted battle boxes. Sorry, it took about a week. It's a week late. It just there was life happening in between. So. Last week was crazy busy. I had to get my continuing education done, work on my house, and we had the podcast and all that crap going on, and it was just insane. And we I had did, the bachelor I did party. One. You did it was what? a big can of Cosmosis raspberry. It was like a fruit. Was it good? Yeah, it was very tasty. And then it was like a big can. You know what we should do is like And a, then the little box of pizza. It looked really weird. At the end of the year, we should just do a party of you sharing with Adam party. <laughs> Probably not. Play 
play drinking, play drinking magic that night and just share all the beer that you didn't share with me. <laughs> How expensive would <laughs> be? Yeah. You this is already one. expensive. I feel pressure to drink more. Oh, poor tell. Lowry. You got to drink tell. more beer. <laughs> uh, um, okay. And then, so I said battle boxes. Yeah, that'll be... I, I didn't end up getting to watch it. It's so you really should go check out <laughs> battle really, boxes because really I... Awesome. Uh, one of us won. That would be accurate. It was not a tie. <laughs> it could be a tie. I know. It does look One like... One of the guesses had, was a tie. The picture has two shots on it. That, I know. I mean... You did look at the video. I did Good see job. it. And then I was like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I don't want to watch this garbage. <laughs> oh, you're such an ass. <laughs> Uh, and then you can go on our Gmail, shoot us an email, uh, commandersmiths at gmail.com. That's where we're getting a lot of song requests. I have them lined up. You have them lined up. No, I'm out. You're out? No, you yeah. have one coming up next episode? Sure, yeah. But, I mean, we've been getting lots of requests there. Actually, been interacting with a lot of people. Found out there's another person that lives kind of in the same area that I'm at in St. Cloud. Uh, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Adam just spilled his beer on the computer. <laughs> All right, so that was the last uh, 10, 15 minutes of dealing with that because after Don't spill. Yeah, after I spilled the beer, all of a sudden Lowry's mic no longer was dropped on. out. Yeah, and so we were going for another like couple minutes, and I was like, "You have no sound on yours," and so we had to correct all that. So now I got to repeat myself. <laughs> oh, uh, you don't like doing that, Lowry? No, I don't. <clears throat> I like repeating what you just said, not what I just said. Good point. Good point. Uh, so Corset twenty twenty. Just came out within basically a week. We're about 50 cards short, so we're just going to do a full set review because fuck it. Yeah. They're probably just commons. They have, oh, I think, what did I say? There's 15 mythics or something like that, and they yeah, have 51 rares, which you normally have between 53 and mid to upper 50s rares. So yeah. I think we have a lot of them. And, and they're going to be shitty anyway. The ones that are left. Yeah, they normally get the good ones in the beginning, and then the last ones are like in with the commons and everything. They're like, we'll never talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then we'll make mention to it on Twitter if it's something amazing. Uh, also, this is a core set, so there will be reprints, but we will not talk about them. We might make mention, make mention. of them, yeah. but we won't go in depth or anything. So, New buckle only. up, guys, because here comes another core or a set review, because uh, we just did one not that long ago. What, what? It's back to back to back to back. It's Okay, so Too it's crazy cards. because they already... they. I know we mentioned it, but... They spoiled cards from this before Modern Horizons even came out. Even came out. Yeah, it's the three Chandra Planeswalkers. Insane how fast this came. But let's get started. Why don't you start us off? Uh, we're going to start with Mythics and work our way down. So Yeah. So. Oh, we need to make it bigger? Yeah, make your, Planeswalkers have a lot of words. And so they. Uh, Can you see that? No. All right. So <laughs> I will start with the first card. Uh, Ajani Strength of the Pride. It is our white planeswalker it is two and two white a johnny of course comes in with five loyalty you gain life or plus one is you gain life equal to the number of creatures you control plus the number of planeswalkers you control that's pretty sweet in itself yeah i feel like you're already gonna be running a johnny with probably a token style deck for sure and then you're gaining at a least bunch of, it should be a bunch of life yeah right? well i mean with just him you gain a life <laughs> true that uh and then minus two create a 2-2 white cat warrior no cat soldier, soldier. 
creature token named a Johnny Pride Mate with whenever. Oh, it's the same it's as uh, whatever Pride the Mate. Card so is, yeah. whenever you gain life, put a one one counter on that. That's I actually didn't read that part. That's and pretty. So sweet. you don't even have to print tokens of this. You just keep yeah. all of your <laughs> reprinting cards of it and just slam them down. <laughs> didn't they? They just put them in Modern Horizons, didn't they? No, or no. is that it? This? Would have been in War of the Spark. Is that what and it, it was? was in last year's core set? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. it's already modern I knew Eagle, I just... so it wasn't in modern. No, there Horizons. we go. So it got printed. Yeah, it must have been War of the Spark that they reprinted them. They had them with different art. That different time. art. Yeah, correct. And then it's he, ultimate... he was in a low squad on that one. Yeah, super low squad. <laughs> is that the one you want to use? I actually Pilates. like the one where he's just standing there, and looks just kind of badass. Kind of like out of like not sure where he's going. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. I'm lost. One. I'm a cat. <laughs> uh, so zero is if you have at least 15 life more than your starting life total, exile a Johnny, and each artifact and creature your opponents control. Whoa, hold on a second. Didn't yeah, did read you that just part. read that? Yeah, yeah, this is nuts. <laughs> it's like, wait, did I just miss a word in there? No, it exiles each artifact and creature your opponents control, and you can do that. If you gain enough life to start to when this if comes you have into play, fifteen more life. You do it than as soon as it comes with. in. That's freaking crazy. Yeah, that's zero. You can just do it. And Aloro like Aloro decks are going to eat this up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so that that four mana exile all of your opponent's creatures and artifacts, and it doesn't die. It's, like it's a zero. Like it, you have to exile. Oh, exile itself. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but still, exile. It's one sided border wipe for f- four mana. In a life gain deck, this is nuts. This that is so good. That's your that's your kill spell. Like you're holding it as a kill spell, yeah. pretty much in a life gain deck. You For know, sure. you're like Wrath of God or no, whatever. You're just waiting that, to exile everything. That zero is bonkers. Yeah, because unless it gets countered, there's nothing that they can do once you play it. You get to use it, so you have priority at that point. If mm-hmm. it comes into play, all right, now everything's gone. Yeah. It, yeah, and even creating like Johnny's Pride Mate is mm-hmm. not bad in a life gain deck again, and it also just can alt itself pretty easy mm. since you're going to be playing a bunch of tokens. Like I can I can easily see this. Uh, like I could tweak the Oketra deck that I have a little bit more life gain in there, and I'm going to be doing quite fine. This is one of the better Ajani's that I think is out there. Yeah. It doesn't have, like, the ultimate doesn't seem like an ultimate that it's, like, game-winning, but it kind of is in a way, you know, because yeah. you're exiling everything out of there. All right. Well, you get the, the blue blue chick. Uh, Mu Yanling, a sky dancer. It's a colorless blue-blue for two loyalty. Uh, legendary planeswalker. You can plus two her until your next turn up to one target creature gets minus two, minus O, oh, and loses flying. Meh. Mm-hmm. You can minus three or create a four four blue elemental bird creature token with flying. That's not bad. Just sucks because you have to plus two to be able to get to that part. <laughs> yeah, and the the cool thing though is is that it does take away flying, so it would uh, from whatever creature you're targeting, and so that might make it tougher for them to like kill Mu Yanling. Uh, but the minus eight, which is the ultimate, which is nuts. You get an emblem with islands you control, have tap, draw a card. Yeah, that's pretty that's sweet. That's crazy cool. Going to be tough to get to that point, but... For sure. You know, because you're looking at, what, four turns before you can actually do it? Three turns. <clears throat> well, you got to wait that other turn. Well, you go first turn goes four, to four. Six, six, eight, eight. And then your fourth turn, you do it. Sure, okay. Uh, so, 
I, and the hard part is it's not the doesn't have the doubling season effect where it comes in and you can ultimate right away. So it's gonna be a little more tricky, but it's a three drop planeswalker that. Yeah, I feel like this one can be really cool because like even just plus twoing to get to the next turn minus three, you have one left over, but you got a four four bluebird, mm. and then you plus two it again, and then you just kill it for another four four bluebird, like. I don't think that's awful. No, that's pretty it, that's that's four turns right there, and you got two four fours. You stopped somebody's creature twice, um, and it just killed by itself. Like, I, I don't think that's awful. I like a Johnny better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I also I think I like Soren a little bit better, <clears throat> which is yours. Soren, Imperious Blood Lord, two and one black. It comes in with four loyalty plus one. Target creature you control gains Death Touch. And lifelink until end of turn. If it's a vampire, put a 1-1 one, one counter on it. Plus one again. You may sacrifice a vampire. When you do, Soren deals three damage to any target. And you gain three life. And then you can minus three. It's ultimate. You may put a vampire creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. So you can do some... If you have some stuff, tricky things, or expensive vampires. Well, I, think this, some... I think this clearly goes into vampire tribal decks. For sure. Um, and it is mono black. Yeah, Edgar's gonna love it. Um, and if you're running just like mono black has a bunch of like bigger uh, vampires that you can just Mm -hmm. cheat into play with this early game, which could be really huge as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean the plus the the first plus one is probably better than the second plus one, right? I don't want to sacrifice a vampire to deal three damage to any target. But you are taking out a target. At least it's not saying three damage to a player and you gain three life. You actually can direct that to a planeswalker, a creature, whatever, which is kind of nice. With Edgar's tokens, this is probably a lot One token and you're plusing it. It's not a minus, like minus ability to do that. So I, I like... It's two plus abilities. It's definitely going in the the Edgar deck. It feels weird on the first plus one where target creature you control gains death touch and lifelink. And if it's a vampire, like, I feel like this is pretty vampire centric. Like, why not just force them to be target vampire gets death touch indestructible and a one one counter on it? Uh, Because they want to make it so it's more usable for other things. But it's not usable anywhere. Like... It's yeah, it's other plus one. Without, well, that's why it yeah. has two plus one. So it's like, well, if you don't have a vampire tribal, just stick with the first one. Because don't the get negative the one, one three is really bad then, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> like, you're literally just paying three to give a creature plus or you know plus one, plus one, or not even just death touch and lifelink. That's all yeah, you're but doing. What you're saying is what we don't normally do. You're making the card worse. Yeah, well... It's not very good outside of Vampire Tribal, <laughs> so why won't you just make Keep it, it all vampire in Vampire Tribal? Maybe give it one more benefit to make it stay with Vampire Tribal? I mean, you could have easily said, you may sacrifice any creature uh, when you do Soren deals three damage to any target and you gain three life. Mm-hmm. Why'd it have to be a vampire? This is just an odd card to me. I don't, I don't like the wording. I don't like the art as much, though, in this, too. But he, I like He the looks card. like a statue. He's very porcelain. Mm-hmm. It's not the Edgar that I... He was not a... Or Edgar. Soren that I like to see. I don't know why I said... Oh, because we're talking about Edgar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. why did I say Edgar? He's what's the uh What's the thing that you do with the video and you white shade it? Or like... What? Uh, whenever you're doing like a camera, oh, you're supposed to... Oh, uh, fuck. It is... Ah. Uh, you know what I mean? So yeah. he's very Silhouette. bright. He's very bright. Silhouette? I... No. Is that what you're, you're no. talking about? 
white sheet it white balance oh gotcha somebody didn't white balance on this card because (laughs) you know like you can barely see his eyes (laughs) yeah uh chandra awakened inferno we mentioned her last week but we didn't actually talk about it yeah so four colorless red red for six loyalty uh it cannot be countered says this on the card uh then you can plus to it each opponent or each opponent gets an emblem with at the beginning of your upkeep this emblem deals one damage to you that's a plus 2 yeah emblems don't go away that's you pretty can just sweet. keep pinging people Seems and you're like, not doing it she's the one doing it <clears throat> yeah so. it's not you clearly yeah. <laughs> um i mean if you could choose you'd choose somebody else but because it's just everybody they're it's just giving them the emblem everybody yeah. loves emblems because they don't go that's away <laughs> that's exactly right uh you can negative three this uh chandra awakened inferno deals three damage to each non-elemental creature so you could put this into elemental tribal decks if you wanted to uh, and then you can minus X. Chandra Awakened Inferno deals X damage to target creature or planeswalker. If a permanent dealt damage this way would die this turn, exile it instead. Um, so right I, off the bat, you can kill something and exile it if you wanted. But I just want to plus two it. Yeah, I know. Give everybody just wanna, one just damage. Just continue one to damage, plus two it. Yeah, and then it just builds up and just doesn't go away. People just want to kill you. Yeah, I like it. I like that probably one of the my favorite so far chandra yeah yeah I, I like that one all right then we have vivian arcbow ranger one and three green comes in with four loyalty plus one distribute two one one counters among up to two target creatures they gain trample until under turn minus three target creature you control deals damage equal to its power to target creature or planeswalker or minus five you may choose a creature card this is not going to be good for us because we don't have outside the game creature card you own from outside the game reveal it and put it into your hand so unless you're purposely at the beginning of the game being like hey this is i have this this one creature (laughs) outside (laughs) or i have this wish board of like i mean do you remember when we used to play uh 60 card decks and I had the Eldrazi, what is it, Sponshire or whatever her name mm-hmm. that, And I was like, hey, just so you know, I don't have them sitting next to me. But if I <laughs> just do know the that 20, I win the game. <laughs> basically, I was like, I'm bringing out Emrakul. I'm bringing this and this and this and this and that. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. This yeah. doesn't really affect us as much because we just, you know, as commander players, unless you do it, your Yeah, I don't, I don't know group. if that's good enough just to do with two abilities. I'd probably just trade it ASAP. Yeah. Um, depending on how expensive I like the other Vivians better. Agreed. Uh, all right. So then we get a new kind of set instead of, you know, you get Titans and all that stuff. We got a new set of elemental thingies. Knights. Cavaliers. Knights. Cavalier of Dawn is the first one we'll talk about at two colorless, white, white, white. That is three white people. Uh, four, six, (laughs) three white people, three white people. (laughs) There's a comma in there. (laughs) I don't see any white people in this picture, Larry. They're <laughs> elemental night people. Uh, it's a 4-6 Vigilance. Uh, when Cavalier of Dawn enters the battlefield, destroy up to one target non-land permanent. Its controller cre- uh, creates a 3-3 colorless golem artifact creature token. Uh, and then you, if, if it dies, when Cavalier of Dawn dies, return target artifact or enchantment card from your graveyard to your hand. That's interesting. I like that it's 
wiping something out, non-land permanent. I mean, you can see this in white decks. Yeah, but like the cards that create 3-3 colorless, like whatever, like an elephant from the generous mm-hmm. gift, you can hit lands with that. Yeah. And this being not land, like you can't target lands, doesn't make me super happy. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, because you're uh, just always focused on Gaia's Cradle, so that's why you want hit you lands. you want you do want if somebody's playing Gaia's Cradle, you need to be <laughs> able to deal with it, or else it just goes nuts. And so this being a four six vigilance, really heavy into uh, the white mana, and you're returning the enchantment artifact from your graveyard to your hand. Three white people. It feels like there's a lot of just ignoring you. Uh, <laughs> it, it feels like there's a lot going on, but I don't know if I like any of it on individually. Mm. Well, we, can, we, we should rank on. them after we get done with these because I I don't know which one I like the best. I know which one I like. Uh, so Cavalier of Gales. This is two colors and three blue people. It is a 5-5 five, five flying. When it enters the battlefield... <laughs> was that supposed to be your, like... <laughs> no, I'm the blue man group. <laughs> nice. Bop, bop, bop. That was stupid. <laughs> but funny. <laughs> but funny. Uh... When it enters the battlefield. You need to recognize the commas when we're talking. <laughs> this will make it very difficult. <laughs> uh, draw three cards and put two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. I like that. When it dies, shuffle it into your owner's into the owner's library and then scry two. I like this one better than the white one. You know I d- why? I disagree. Because I will put this in my ninja deck. Set uh, in the top. Set the top. Set that the makes top. sense. Okay. That that makes a lot more sense than because I was just like the great thing about brainstorm, which is the effect of draw three uh, and then put two on top, is that it's instant speed, super cheap, and then you can fetch stuff away. <clears throat> That's like a really big power spot. But if you're setting the top, like you're saying. That is pretty nice, but... Because that's, I, I think, the one issue I have, it is not even that big of an issue with Eureka, is there isn't enough, once it gets into my hand, I, of being able to it get back it back on top of my library. Sure. So this actually just gave me another tool that I'll most likely put in there. Because it has flying, so it has mm-hmm. that evasion that you're looking for. And it's not anyway. that crazy of a casting cost, five. You but know? five would still deal enough deal damage, five damage to the rest exactly. of the, the crew. Yeah, I can see that being really solid in Eureka. Yeah. I, I can see that use. So, I, I and not just saying, I mean, Eureka is going to work well with, it's a decent card outside of that, I would say. It's not amazeballs, Again, but I, I, yeah. I like it for that aspect of it, is what so I was like thinking. So, like, think about this. Like, you draw three, put two from your hand on top, and then instantly sacrifice it so that you can scry those two to the bottom. That seems like a lot of work. <laughs> Yeah, to not but, really do it. Like that's not good. BT well, you don't scry it to the. <clears throat> if you sacrifice it, it shuffles it. Oh, shuffle, shuffle. All right, shuffle All right. It into your owner's library, and then that's scry a lot too. better. Yeah, that's a lot better. So, I didn't read that card. So it was you going to take back your your words you said before? Ed? No, I still don't. Three really blue like people it. are hurt hurt feelings. <laughs> Cavalier <laughs> of night. Two colorless with a, a skull, a skull, and a skull. <laughs> when Cavalier of Night enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice another creature. When you do, destroy target creature and opponent controls. Uh, and then when Cavalier of Night dies, return target creature card with convert a mana cost three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. I dislike this one as yeah, well. I'm not as-, as, as a mythic, like as a rare, I wouldn't mind, but like I don't like the first three taking up mythic slots in my opinion mm-hmm. again they do a lot but like having a four or five die in compensation bringing back something of converted mana cost three or less 
into play doesn't excite me. Um, there might be combo potential. And then there are plenty of cards at like three and four mana when they come into play, they just destroy a creature. Here you got to sacrifice, sacrifice your own someone. creature yeah. to destroy another creature. Like, And it's in the mythic spot, like you're saying. Like, again, it should be... Th- these are... It's an unnecessary drawback. Maybe it was just too powerful, though. But again, at Mythic, I can see this being a very good rare. At Mythic, I'm not super happy about it. Cavalier of Flame, two. I like this one. Three red people, and it is a 6 5. Tap one colorless and one red creatures you control. Get one plus one, one plus O and gain haste until end of turn. So you can give it haste when it comes into play if you want. When it enters the battlefield, discard any number of cards, then draw that many cards when it dies it deals x damage uh to each opponent and each planeswalker they control where x is the number of land cards in your graveyard so they really are printing a lot of stuff that works great with lord wind grace you know yeah yeah totally and they're printing a lot of stuff that deals with planeswalkers yeah um, Do you, does this feel nice. like this should have been just like in the Lord Windgrace deck? They didn't put anything good in the I Lord know, Windgrace but, but deck. But this is weird. It's like, like you just said, it's specifically dealing with Planeswalkers. What was that set based off of Planeswalkers? Maybe like, this was too strong. I don't know. It's but kind of freaking crazy that it there, wasn't in there. Here, look. There is no drawback on this card. This is five mana. This, it's three I think red. this is what I would... <laughs> but that's this, all their problems. <laughs> being red makes it a drawback. But no, otherwise... I three red. <laughs> uh, but, like, you're giving all of your creatures plus one, plus O. Oh, not just one. All of them plus one, plus O. Oh, mm. And you're giving them all haste. So you can consistently give creatures haste. And then... So it works with your token decks yeah, as well. Then being able... Like, discarding cards to draw cards is a thing red does. That's not really a drawback. It's just something that it does. And it's nice that it's a you may ability, because you don't have to discard anything if you don't exactly. want to. Exactly, yeah. But if you have a crap ton of land and this is late game, you're e- like, fuck it, I need something Even else. Even if this was like a um, a windfall... No, not windfall. Shit. But what I just said yeah. there, you discard those lands, that's actually helping you for when he dies, because then it deals X damage to each player or yeah. each planeswalker for how many lands are in the graveyard. I, so. I don't see anything bad about this card. Like the first three we talked about felt like um like old school magic where all the good creatures had a drawback, so you're mm-hmm. like, ah, not that good. Mm-hmm. This was just this is a legitimately good card. Yeah. Uh I think green might be my favorite. Okay. But you get to read it. Uh uh, Cavalier of Thorns, two colorless, green, 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 uh, five, six, reach. When Cavalier of Thorns enters the battlefield, reveal the top five cards of your library, put a land card from among them into the battlefield, and the rest into your graveyard. When Cavalier of Thro- uh, Thorns dies, you may exile it. If you do, put another target card, another target card from your graveyard on top of your library. I wish it went into your hand. There's its little drawback, but. There, the nice thing is you're getting a land when it and comes it into play, play. It and it doesn't come into tap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, and it doesn't. It's pretty. This fills up your graveyard, which is you know that's a, a green sec- thing. Yeah, it's a green thing. That's what reanimation wants to do. Uh, when this dies, putting it on top of your library is not bad for Vic- Vivictus Asmati because mm-hmm. you can just attack with Vivictus and then put whatever into the battlefield. That seems kind of cool. Um, I like this card too. It's probably number two for me. Hey, number two. <laughs> Remember that text where he was like, when he he's like walking around listening to the podcast, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, was <laughs> hey guys, because <laughs> <laughs> <This is> like, <laughs> <'cause laughs> 
So if you get the reference there, because then it's, I would say that, and then he says it right back. It's pretty. But uh, it's on the podcast. On the podcast, so. and he's like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, no, that's pretty funny because I forgot about that. That uh, he said that it was pretty awesome. All right, uh, okay. So we got a couple other mythics. Are you able to read these? You want me to read yeah, this one yeah. and you go to that? It's not, Planeswalkers has so many words on it, yeah. it's really hard. Okay, so one of uh, our Kalia fans have another Kalia back in, in the mix here. Boring. So we have Kalia Zenith Seeker. It is red, white, and black. 3-3 three, three Flying Vigilance. It's kind of a dumbed-down version of her, but when she enters the battlefield, look at the top six cards of your library. may reveal an angel card, a demon card, and or a dragon card from among them. Put them in your hand. Put the rest in the bottom of your library in a random order. As your commander, I guess it would be good because you can get all three of them technically in your hand. But you, why wouldn't you play Kalia? Yeah, yeah. No, this this a feels reg- like Gas or Kalia, the the first one. Yeah, of you, the vast. Just so you play this because it's very playable mm. and that, and then you can attack with the first Kalia with whatever you just basically drew with Xena Seeker. Yeah, like that's what that feels like and. I don't know if I'm interested in having that as my commander. Yeah. No, it would be in the deck. But the other part that kind of sucks is, would it be in the deck? Because it doesn't fit any of the angel, demon, or dragon yeah, types. It's in really not on theme. But yeah. it is a nice draw card, mm-hmm. potentially getting you three cards in hand. That's not bad in a, in the deck. I don't I don't think it's bad. No. So uh, next one is going to be Kethis, the Hidden Hand. Uh, this is white, black, and green. It's a 3-4 legendary elf advisor. Uh, legendary spells you cast cost one less to cast. Exile two legendary cards from your graveyard until end of turn. Each legendary card in your graveyard gains. You may play this card from your graveyard. What? Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Okay, so you're you're easily, like, this is just all legend deck, right? Yeah. Um, because this is, you may play this card from your graveyard. So, so lands. Legendary lands can come back. So you can get your Gaia's Cradle back when I kill Woo! it. Yeah. I kill mean, it. I'll bring it, it back, bitch. <laughs> if it's, it's green too. So yeah. your green will have it in there. And so this card seems quite powerful. It has, uh, because you can continue to play as many legends as you're able to mm-hmm. as well. Um, ah, this is, this seems really cool. Yeah. I I like it. We already talked about that one last uh, week. Yeah, so Kikar. we talked about Kik- it made it made mana echoes go nuts. Yeah, that's a pretty sweet card. But then we got Omnath, Locus of the Royal, which Omnath keeps gaining colors each time he's printed because we first start with green and then he adds red and now let's add blue. So he's one green, blue, and red. It's one first colorless and then green, blue, red. It sounded like I was saying. I'm one missing my green, commas. Blue, red. Yeah. <laughs> the missing comma. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> Clearly. Three white people. Comma. Three, three. When Omnath enters the battlefield, it deals damage to target, to any target equal to the number of elementals you control. And then it also says whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, put a 1-1 counter on target elemental you control. If you control eight or more lands, draw a card. So Sweetness, sweetness, sweetness. I I love it. Fits on with the land theme of Omnath of what he likes to do. And then it adds in elementals. Well, well, actually he had elementals that he would make before. Yeah, the last one he made 5-5 elementals. And whenever an elemental died, he was able to deal three damage to any target. 
So what's the blue add to him? What, what drawing a card? If there you we go. More. I was trying to find him. Like there's something that's got. Well, like be in if there you look at the, the actual picture, though, he's like still green and red. But he has. But he's then standing he's standing in water. In water <laughs> so that makes him blue. He's like. Do you think uh, eventually his evolution is going to be all five colors? I I hope it's Omnath Captain Planet. And that's <laughs> when that's our, the end. when our powers combine. That's we my hope. Destroy the world. Omnath, he's your hero. <laughs> Gonna bring lands down to zero. No. I already did this song, but I'm not gonna redo it because <laughs> I forgot it. Yeah. Okay, next one. Uh, Yarok, the desecrated, is gonna be two colors. Oh, because we did the angel already. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Yarok, the desecrated, as Adam just so rudely interrupted me. What? I was gonna cut all that out, so it two didn't sound like I interrupted you. Black, green, blue. It's a three five death touch lifelink elemental horror. Horror. Panharmonicon. If a permanent entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. Not quite. This is better than Panharmonicon because Panharmonicon just deals with like creatures and artifacts. This is any permanent entering, triggering any other permanent. And he's a 3-5 death touch lifelink. Yeah. And he can be your commanders for double triggers instead of Panharmonicon's uh, uh, artifact that's in your deck that you gotta go find to get the double triggers. This This seems crazy. your commander. This seems so awesome. Yeah. That's a card. That's a Um, must-have. This is, this is easily like something I want to build with. Like, and all of these legends, I hate it that they're all mythic. Yeah. Like, they're all mythic. Well, but look at this. It's sitting at eight bucks right now. That's almost like a pre-order. Get that card, sure. But it is a three color, so you got to deal with that. I bet you it's going to be one of the top commanders out of this set, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of good... the uh, Kethis, the guy that plays Legends, but is he's gonna be twenty good. bucks. Yeah, uh, Kikar, the Spirit guy, he's going to be awesome. Uh, Omnath, Rian, yeah, this guy, like, they're going to have a lot of good Legends coming out of this. Just, but they're all mythic that we just talked about. So awesome! All right, let's move on to rare then, since we talked about those. Uh, Thunderkin Awakener, one red, one colorless. It's a one-two elemental shaman. It has haste. When it attacks, choose target elemental creature card in your graveyard with toughness less than the Awakener. Awakener's toughness. Return that to the battlefield tapped and attacking. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. So one thing that was brought up was Lightning Skelemental that just came out. You can also have Ball of Lightning that can come back out into play because yeah. it has less toughness than this. So there's some interesting, tricky things you can do with it. Nothing that like... Yeah, it's nothing Nothing I want to do. <laughs> right. It's going to be more of like a constructed deck kind of uh, 60 card something yeah not a commander uh, thing but interesting nonetheless it's kind of cool that it has haste i think i missed that part yeah. so you can play it and then um after so like turn five what's the uh, green ball lightning the thunder what is that one called you know thunder <laughs> um you know what i'm talking about no i yeah i, I think do. it's from planner chaos correct six one does the same thing yeah. second end of turn uh whatever it's the green version of uh ball lightning yeah. and it's from uh planner chaos i could look it up right now but i don't want to <laughs> it's not that important no but you could, you could end you could get a bunch of those six one dudes that kill themselves and stuff and be awesome no let's move on tails end uh colorless and a blue for an instant counter target activated ability triggered ability 
or legendary spell. That part's interesting. Man. Yeah, like the countering the activated or triggered ability. It's not bad, but it's not interesting. But countering the legendary spell for us. Yeah, that's like fits in Commander pretty yeah. damn well. <laughs> they have a lot of legends that are, you know, because uh, that that's also Planeswalkers and stuff like that. Yeah. But, but being able to hit somebody's Commander for two, right. like a blue and a color, that's pretty big. And see, I would find this a little more fair than a straight up counter spell because, you know. Because you got to hold up for that player to use their and this is just you're you're Commander. targeting a legendary creature or legendary spell so you're hitting a specific thing you know me i don't like counter spells so if i if i held this up for ilhark would you stop bitching about no, killing it no you're a f-er. <laughs> <laughs> clearly you're still a f-er. <laughs> <laughs> i might bleep those out cuz that was really harsh <laughs> f f's on those yeah. all right uh brought back two white instant choose up to two target permanent cards in your graveyard that were put there from the battlefield this turn return those to the battlefield tapped that's i love sweet. this card that's, that's pretty great um because it's permanence which is sweet because it can be anything of yeah you have um two other cards that are like four mana at instant speed that would bring back cards and put them into play but this being like two white a little bit cheaper um you know uh, I've seen people two fetch lands or a wasteland and a fetch or, um, you know, just a creature dying. It it would be, it seems really versatile mm-hmm. if you're sacking your own stuff, especially. Or even just late game if somebody kills your shit, then you. Yeah, somebody wraths, you get your two best things mm-hmm. back. All right, next one. Uh, Mystic Forge is going to be four colorless artifacts. Uh, you may look at the top card of your library anytime. Uh, you may cast the top card of your library if it's an artifact card or a colorless non-land card. And you can tap it, pay one life, exile the top card of your library. This is really, really good in heavy artifact decks, mm-hmm. right? And again, this reinforces me thinking that the next year is going to be artifact heavy. Yeah, and there's a couple things in here as well yeah. that you had and pointed And the colorless out part is like it allows it to be uh eldrazi help mm-hmm. as well Ooh, so eldrazi yeah no well they they made oh yeah the yeah, tutors that. but those are for the planeswalker decks aren't yeah, they yeah. yeah same 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 uh, that one. Okay. Then our next one is embodiment of agonies it is one and two black it's a zero zero demon. What a weak bitch. <laughs> Flying death touch. What's zero zero gonna do? But when it enters the battlefield, put a one one counter on it for each different mana cost among non land cards in your graveyard. And it says, for example, you have two and one black, and one colorless and two black are different mana costs. So it would be a two two at that point. Yeah. So, this and it, like the first couple times I read it, I read it as like creatures but, but yeah. this is non-land permanence so it could be kind of big for for this three could, mana this could be a yeah. find a home somewhere i don't i like the flying death i guess the death touch i'd like that put this in yorick and that would double up because mm. it's an etb effect Whew. this seems cool i i like it uh all right then you have this guy <clears throat> uh hanged executioner uh Two colorless and a white for a 1-1 flyer. Whenever Hanged Executioner enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 white spirit creature token flying. Then you can pay three colorless and a white. Exile Hanged Executioner. Exile target creature. Uh, 
too expensive too slow yeah uh Leyline of sanctity which is a reprint uh <laughs> oh, we got the blue really the good card white and black as Leyline of anticipation from blue and Leyline of the void for black and we'll talk about the Those two new ones really in a little good bit reprints yeah it brought the price down which is good uh to more reasonable prices right now mm. so pick those up if you don't have them for uh, sure. the next one is loxodon life enchanter or is it life chanter okay chanter five and one white for six it's an elephant cleric when it enters the battlefield you may have your life total become the total toughness of creatures you control you can tap five and one uh it gets x plus x until on a turn where x is your life total this card seems really That's good pretty crazy like, i'm sure you would you put this in your uh arcades deck even though it's not a wall you could gain a shit ton of life that's a good point and then it just is a beater on its own that's a good point six mana coming in you're you're gaining six life off of it no matter what on an empty board and then you can pay six no 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 no. you don't gain that it says your life total becomes the total toughness oh you may have your life total become the total toughness Ah, okay not as good yeah so you don't want to be six no (laughs) That'd be real bad. But still, even and what you're saying. May. It's a may. Yeah, but. it says you may do that. But even still, that that's still a good point with all the walls and all their butts being big. Mm-hmm. Dropping this. And if it's you're taking a lot of damage, that, that deck doesn't have a lot of life gain. So this could be the... Something that allows you to come back a little bit. The hard bit. part is I have a lot in there of dealing with the power and yeah. destroying all creatures. Probably not good. Though. Yeah. <laughs> it might be okay in Doran, though. Yeah. Uh, which is similar, but like... You use different cards for it. Problem is, it does. It doesn't have evasiveness, so it's chump blocked very easily. Agreed. So you you, you make it huge, but then it just gets blocked. Uh, uh, Safara Sky's Blade. That's a reprint. Planar Cleansing is being reprinted. Uh, Safara Sky's Blade, which is four colorless, uh, white, white, white for a seven-seven legendary angel. Uh, you may pay one white and tap four untapped creatures you control with flying rather than pay this spell's mana cost. Has flying and lifelink, and other creatures you control with flying has uh, have indestructible. That's pretty sweet. That's a really awesome like alternative cost. Yeah. Put it in your, like, with spirits or whatever, just a couple of spirits you need out, tap four yeah. of those and one white, and boom, she's out, and they all are indestructible. Uh, flying lifelink seven seven. Yeah, and then if you, you can you can easily have some sort of uh protection for her mm-hmm. up and ready to go anyway. So uh, this is this is pretty powerful, I think. It, it could be a commander. Oh, for sure. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like you're just playing a bunch of little one one tokens and it it's always gonna be it's alternate costs. You won't have the. Will you have the two extra? Yeah, yeah. The commander tax. Will so it'll still be on there. So you have the one tap four and then two. So it'd be yeah. three. You know, like, for a seven, seven flying life link and giving giving your, your stuff indestructible. indestructible. This could be a very powerful commander. Yeah, that that's an. Again, you need them to stay out. Like you're building up an army, but you're making a bunch of little one but, ones out like spirits. Like people aren't really that afraid of them. It. It seems really good. Uh, so we got Starfield Mystic. One and one white. Human Cleric. Two, two. Enchantment spells you cast cost one less. Whenever an enchantment you control is put in the graveyard from the battlefield, put a one, one counter on this. Meh. Yeah. I'm glad that it's in white. Like, there was a... There was a 
cost reduction for enchantment in green, but they should just be in white. Uh, drawn from Dreams. Two colorless, two blue. It's a sorcery. Look at the top seven cards of your library. Put two of them into your hand and the rest at the bottom of your library in a random order. Uh, this is pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be uh, Dig Through Time at four mana instead of two blue plus delving a bunch. But um, this feels like a fixed version of it. I probably won't play it because I haven't played Dig Through Time really. But um top seven cards is a lot yeah that's you're getting a lot of choice there and we have flood of tears four and two blue return all non-land permanents to their owner's hand if you were if you return four or more non-token permanents you control this way you may put a permanent card from your hand onto the battlefield so it's bouncing everything if you do four of your own then you get to put one thing back i saw so many comments uh on the Monticello area MTG, they were like, I'm going to put Omniscience into play and then put everything back into play for free that <laughs> I just returned. It's like, that's a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so that that seems, I think this seems like a pretty cool idea. Uh, I like it. Dread Presence, which is three colorless and a black for a 3-3. Three, three. It's a nightmare. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Day terrors. It's almost like you screaming when I spilled the beer on what the, the computer. <laughs> Whenever a swamp enters the battlefield under your control, choose one. You draw a card and you lose a life, or Dread Presence uh, deals two damage to any target and you gain two life. I think this is really great flexibility and just and whenever a swamp enters the battlefield, just being able to draw a card and lose a life is so you is have uh, which call it land that it's makes fucking all your, landfall, but you make it all your lands in play out player swamps what's it called it doesn't work like that anymore. but you know what i'm saying when it Tomb comes of in, the yeah when it comes into play it'd be a swamp though i'm not sure if that's how that would work when it might whenever a swamp enters the battlefield so it'll enter the battlefield as a swamp maybe uh, i gotta pull it up right now you son bitch all right so yeah urborg tomb of yagmoth will work with this for you can play it in not just your black decks nice uh, do we want to talk about that one? Meh. Okay. Uh, all right. So, no, we are got ley line. So we have a new dinosaur. Is it me? It is yeah, me. Yeah, it's you. Rotting Regisar? Regisar? Sure. Two and one black for a seven, six zombie dinosaur. Its downfall <laughs> is at the beginning of your upkeep, discard a card. Which there's enough reasons to make it an upside, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I like it. Uh, scheming Symmetry. One black for sorcery. Choose two target players. Each of them searches their library for a card, then shuffles their library and puts that card on top of it. What? Yeah. Didn't we talk about that one? I don't think we did. We only did Legends. So we just talked about it amongst ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. So you can kind of set it up where they're drawing something, you're drawing something, and then making them shuffle whatever they go and get. Yeah. Or you can make it difficult for them to go and search on their own mm -hmm. or do like Omnixilis. I thought we did talk about that because we did talk about the searching on their own and we started talking about all the other different cards that make it so you can't search on the top, remember? Because then you're like, oh, you're thinking of blah, blah, blah. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Villas, Broker of Blood. It is... Kind of our new uh, Gristle brand, you know, it's the same casting cost kind of thing where they're doing the demon. Mm, yeah. It's five, three black. It's an eight, eight flying. You may pay one black, pay two life. Target creature gets minus one and minus one until end of turn. 
But whenever you lose life, draw that many cards. That's so pretty you're, crazy. You're paying a black or paying two life. Black, paying two life. Drawing two cards. Drawing two cards and putting giving minus a one, minus one. Model. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> so, like, that's getting away any chump blockers, like little 1 1 flying spirit dudes mm-hmm. that you were talking about. Gets through that indestructible from the angel we just talked mm-hmm. about. Playing um, your fetch lands, your shock lands. You're drawing cards on top of playing those. Yeah. Uh, it's people doing damage to you, <laughs> like drawing yeah, cards. Somebody, wow! <laughs> it's like All wow, right. and it's loss of life, which is interesting because then it's not just damage. So yeah, because it does cool. say damage causes loss of yeah, life, so, but also loot like paying life or losing life. That's all. Yeah. This is a pretty that cool card. That seems really good. Yeah, I like the card a lot. Is that almost too much draw? Are you drawing too much there? <laughs> whoa, 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 Lowry. You feeling all right? Drawing too much? <laughs> that, that's Chandra's not you. You normally have like half your deck in your hand. And you're like, well, let's see what I want to do. This might just help me because everybody targets me anyway. So <laughs> just draw more cards. <clears throat> Chandra's Regulator. Colorless and a red for a legendary artifact. Whenever you activate a loyalty ability of Chandra of a Chandra Planeswalker, you may pay one. If you do, copy that ability. You may choose new targets for the copy. Then you can tap one, tap it, discard a mountain or a red card to draw a card. Uh, just to pay one to double an effect on a Chandra Planeswalker. That's pretty cool. you got to um, be doing a Chandra thingy. A Chandra thingy? Sh- Chandra. Okay. Here, Chandra here, shit. Here's one thing that I'm wondering. Like, did they... Are they starting to actually make cards for Oathbreaker? But you can't use this one in that. You can use this in an Oathbreaker deck of Chandra. But it's doesn't your card spell. have to be a... like? A sorcery or an instant? Sure, but you can still put this in the other oh, part of the deck. Saying. No, I, I I think they're just... Uh, it's what we kind of talked about last week a little bit. I feel like they're... The show might have a little influence on this because Chandra is the one that they're showing in the show as the title. Mm, that's a good point. And so they're just kind of... Well, well okay, so I, I've been doing a little bit of like digging on Oathbreaker, just trying to figure out what would be some good combinations. And do you remember the Triumphs? from war of the spark like nissa's triumph mm-hmm. those are all like better yeah. if you have a nissa planeswalker sure. yeah no that's what like a lot that, of people are i don't think I, I didn't know really about oathbreaker at that point and so now i'm like oh those are really good mm-hmm. for oathbreaker with the nissa or the and that's genre. why when we were talking about oathbreaker i was like i think the ramp and drawing as yeah. your spells are pretty good and so that was the one that i had seen somebody talk about gotcha uh but i, I don't know i think It'll be interesting. It almost seem it'd be cool if they keep doing like building these characters. So now they have Chandra, and this set isn't just Chandra, but it's a lot of Chandra. So maybe next ep- next set is going to be the next one. They're going to try to build. Jace. There isn't enough of Jace. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to try to build all these planeswalkers up to be characters in the show, and you know, it's more like superheroes. So we have the Avengers in a way, but it's they're trying to do it with planeswalkers. I don't know. Avengers. It's Super Friends. It's that's that's how the show is. But that's Super Friends. But Super Friends is like always. That should be the name of the show. (laughs) That's DC. Avengers is taking it over because they're so popular right now. But yeah, Super Friends is the best cartoon ever made. X Men. It's my probably better. Yeah, there's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot better cartoons out there. Family Guy. All right, Chandra. Oh, what is it? Acolyte. Acolyte of Flame. I would have called it 
Ocaddle. <laughs> I want to Ocaddle you, like cuddling. So, no, yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't. One Just and, keep on that cum one bubble. One and two red. <laughs> one and two red. Uh, here's our rare planeswalker that we were talking about last week. It comes with four loyalty. Uh, zero put a loyalty counter on each planeswalker you control, including herself. Each red planeswalker. Oh, yeah, I can't. Loyalty. Okay, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's a little further away from me. Uh, hard, other zero it? is create a or two one one red elemental creature tokens. They gain haste. Sacrifice them at the beginning of the end step. Minus two. You may cast target instant or sorcery card with converted monocost three or less from your graveyard. If it would be put in your graveyard, exile it instead. It's a rare one. <laughs> It doesn't. It kind of has a plus ability with its zero ability. Yeah, <laughs> the zero ability puts one on Chandra here. Yeah, I think uh, they just I like made the it easier. Two. That, that's for three mana. That seems pretty solid. What are you gonna cast with it? Lightning bolt. For us, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, that's, what it's gonna... <laughs> that's... Uh, why lightning bolt. Fuck, I don't know. What we're gonna cast <laughs> just because uh, we're a commander podcast doesn't mean I gotta know what we're talking about. All right, uh, uh, our red one, red ley line, ley line of combustion, which is two colorless and two red for an enchantment. Uh, if you have it in your hand at the beginning of the game, you can put it into play for free. Uh, whenever you and or at least one permanent you control become the target of a spell or ability an opponent controls, Leyline of Combustion deals two damage to that player. Is this good? No. Mm-hmm. Monitoring Raptor. Yeah. One and one red. It is a two, three. It's a dinosaur. Creature spells you are cast cost one less to cast. Here's the cool part. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, this deals two damage to it. If it's a dinosaur, if a dinosaur is dealt damage this way, this card gets two plus zero until end of turn. So yeah, it sounds kind of bad if you're like playing tokens and you're like, oh, I'm playing my goblins. Oh, damn it, they're dead. Well, you're playing a lot of the uh, Ixalan stuff has enrage, so you do the raptors, um, r- raging raptors. Is that what it is? Raging ferocidons. No, the four fives that you draw a card when it comes in or when it deals damage and rages it. Yeah. Yeah, those guys. Or the the land the dudes that come or that are two threes that yeah. when they get dealt damage go get a land. Basically other dinosaurs that are decent mm-hmm. within rage. This kind of sets a polyraptor kind of goes infinite. Yeah, you have to have a way to stop that because they'll just go and there is yeah. no end because there's not a you may like it does damage to it. And that thing will just keep creating tokens. So. Keep going. Well, I was because like if you have uh the wanderer or your damage prevention cards, that would just give you creatures uh for cheaper because uh, you're saying the minus or the the two damage would be prevented yeah or if you have vigor in play that would be for prevented and two more counters on it oh, like, I like this that. this card seems really powerful for two mana for two for a two three yeah like that's pretty sweet like oh you're gonna kill some of your smaller creatures no i'm gonna make my creatures bigger yeah that's what i'm gonna do play the enraged bitches and they'll <laughs> do some cool stuff yeah it, this seems like a really really cool card so all right. Do I got to say this one? Yep. Shit. It's confusing. <clears throat> uh, repeated reverberation. Repeated reverberation. Repeated reverberation. Repeated. <laughs> Two colorless, red, red, instant. When you next cast an instant spell, cast 
a sorcery spell or activate a loyalty ability this turn, copy that spell or ability twice. You may choose new targets for the copy. So that's creating three, three copies on the stack. Yeah. So the original, and this is creating two more. So it's not, it's like reverberation is like fork, which makes another copy, but this repeated reverberation creates two copies on the stack. Has and to be you can do your an activated, spell. activated or loyalty ability, which is kind of interesting yeah. too. But the problem with the when it's this kind of card, and it has to be you doing it, you have to have enough mana. Yeah, and so it's like you got to have four plus whatever awesome thing you want to do, or you're doing something middling three times. So or I you're doing a Planeswalker ability yeah, three the, times. Yeah, the Planeswalker ability might help out. But again, you're in red, so how is that? <laughs> how good is that really going to be? It's not an Atraxa, so <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what are you really going to do? All right, Elvish Reclaimer. One for a one-two. It enters... Uh, or. It gets two plus two as long as there are three or more land cards in your graveyard. Again, this is working with our uh, Lord Windgrace. Wind yeah. Tap two, tap it, sacrifice a land, search a library for a land card, put it on the battlefield, tapped, and then shuffle your library. Gaze so it's a crop cradle. rotation effect, which is always awesome. Yeah, a continuous one. You don't have to sacrifice it or anything. It's You can do it each turn. And it's any land, like Adam was saying. It's not a basic land. It's... Yeah. And the nice thing is you don't have to do it at uh, like sorcery speed. It can be at the end, like before your turn. Yeah, this a a one mana one two that can turn into a three four for one mana. Man, this is a powerful card. Yeah, it's only at three bucks right now. Yeah, Uh, leyline of abundance, two colorless and a green and green enchantment. If it's in your hand, starting of the game, you get to put it in play for free. Whenever you tap a creature for mana, add an additional green. You can pay six colorless and two green to put a one-one counter on each creature you control. <laughs> That's so much That's to put away a bit. <laughs> but what it's also doing is you're getting more mana by let's say you're using Cryptolith right. You know, true. You put that, you're tapping you're four tap- creatures to put a one-one on each creature. Yeah. That's not awful. Or you have like a druid deck mm. with Seton where you're just tapping all your druids for, you know, two mana instead of one or uh it's the Good. eight, the eight's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's for, you it think might, they would gain something enough. else like trample? Or well, I mean, okay. So that's actually think about that though. If you have um, any any creature that taps for mana, basically it just doubled. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like a four mana Miri's Wake for creatures only instead mm-hmm. of lands only. Um, and then like Miri's Wake gets the plus one plus one, just the always affect this is doing one one counters but you know you, you definitely you gotta, gotta tap pay some more. on it <laughs> but you can yeah. you can do it more than once um i i still don't think this is good as mary's wake yeah or mirari's wake uh it could be really powerful moving on <laughs> night pack ambusher two and two green four four flash when other or other werewolves and wolves you control get one plus one at the beginning of your end step if you didn't cast a spell this turn create a two two green wolf creature token this is going in tulsimir so an interesting thing too is like they kind of played off of uh like if you didn't if you didn't play a spell that turn it flips but yeah this one doesn't but it flip, doesn't flip it just it gives, it just you, a gives two, you two yeah it's kind of interesting that way 
And then it also is like when we were talking about Tolsmere, it's like, man, I wish you could use werewolves the same as wolves. And, and it added like, the werewolves. Yeah. That, yeah. And actually, that's that's my suggestion for Jank Tribal and wolves. But <laughs> uh, Shared Summons, which is three colorless green and green instant. Search your library for up to two creature cards with different names. Reveal them, put them into your hand, and shuffle your library. Perfect for Commander. Yeah, right into your hand. Uh, seems solid. Uh, instant Speed, again, seems solid. Um, I think it's going to be a good, easy um, tutor for your creatures. Uh, then we have Shifting Ceratops. It's not a Triceratops. It's a Ceratops. Two and two green. It is a dinosaur, 5-4. This spell can't be countered. Fuck you, blue. And protection from blue. <laughs> Fuck you, blue. And then you can tap one green. It gains your choice. Reach, trample, or haste until end of turn. That's pretty sweet. 4-4-5-4, four, 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 hasty. utility. It's a dinosaur. That's kind of cool they keep going with the dinosaurs. Yeah. They're giving more to dinosaurs. Uh, this is one of two. Don't we have two hydras in this? No, just one hydra. No, there is another one. Okay, coming. I thought it's uh, voracious hydra, which is X green green for an O one trample. Uh, when it enters the battlefield with X one one counters on it, uh, when voracious hydra enters the battlefield, choose one, double the amount of one one counters on it, or voracious hydra fights target creature you don't control. That seems cool. See, and I would have wrote, read it as ferocious, but it's totally not. <laughs> totally it's a not. ferocious Hydra. Uh, but, like, being able to just remove or make it a really big guy has trample. Mm-hmm. Solid. Uh, Wake Root Elemental, 4 and 2, green, 5-5. Five, five, tap 5 on tap target land you control. It becomes a 5-5 five, five elemental creature with haste. It's still land. It doesn't tell on to turn. It stays a 5-5 five, five elemental creature. But you got to tap five. Did you did you see what this does? What essentially infinite mana with guy's cradle? Why is that? Well, if you have more than five creatures, you can tap it for six mana. Yeah, and then you untap that land, guy's cradle, and then you have one left over. Rinse and repeat, and then you continually get more. But you have to turn that land into a five five. It's still a land. Yeah, but you can't make infinite five fives. No, but you can get infinite mana. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Infinite mana. I gotcha. Okay. No, I was like, you have a limited amount of lands that you can turn into 5 You can also just turn them into a bunch of 5-5s. This is also true. But turning your lands into creatures is generally a bad idea. Yeah, they get killed. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty bad. We have another five-color commander. I do like this one, too. Uh, Golos, Tireless Pilgrim. Five colorless mana for a legendary scout. Artifact creature. It's a 3-5. When Golos, tireless tra- uh, pilgrim, enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a land card. Put that card in the battlefield tap, then shuffle your library. They're that getting is- away from all the basics, Yeah, <laughs> any land card. Uh, and then you can pay two colorless, a white, blue, black, red, green. Exile the top three cards of your library. You may pl- uh, play them this turn without paying their mana cost. Again, this is play, not cast. Mm, so you can like do a land lands. if you got one in there. Um, this card seems really cool. Very For versatile. five, it's pretty... Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's doable. I, I like it. I was thinking almost like... I think this could probably fit in Ramos because you just like, you know, pay the 10. You got seven here. But you, you're going to easily have that mana and then just play 
things for free to re-up. You can do that kind of at any time. And this doesn't um, take the place of Ramos, though. No, no. But I think you could also, like, I was thinking maybe making Golos with, uh, like, blink effects all over the place. So you just continually get more lands. Mm-hmm. Put, like, Brago in there and Rune and all the other effects. Be, and then just have other end of the battlefield value creatures in there to just help out. Of It seems like it might be a hot mess, but <laughs> I think it'd be cool. At least it's five to come out and you get that benefit. Like, yeah. this seems like a card that would be like a seven drop, like uh, Ramos. Ramos is seven, right? You six. Six? Yeah, this seems pretty interesting. Uh, problem is, it isn't going to go in every deck like uh, Solemn Simulacrum. Because it's five. You have all five colors. Color. Yeah. So, uh, Icon of Ancestry, three for an artifact. As long as it enters the battlefield, or. As it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Creatures of the chosen type get one plus one. You can tap three, look at the top three cards of your library, may reveal a creature card of the chosen type from among them, and put the rest, or put it into your hand, put the rest at the bottom of your library in a random order. How much is this? Three bucks? This is going to be really good. Tribal! Then we have two fucking Steel Overseer is seeing a reprint, lands. which again puts a 1 1 counter on each artifact you control. I'm really pushing this. Pretty sure we're getting artifact heavy thing. Yeah. But then we have two awesome freaking lands that are yeah. in this. Uh, you get the first one uh, Field of the Dead, which is a land. It enters the battlefield tapped. You can tap it for a colorless. And then whenever Field of the Dead or another land enters the battlefield under your control, uh, if you control seven or more lands uh, with different names, create a 2-2 black zombie creature token. This seems like it could be really cool. You mentioned one thing before the cast. You can go... I, I mean, you, I, I think I forgot about the, the seven, seven different, different names. names is a little more difficult. Uh, yeah, but if you, like, scape shift for this. Yeah. Then you're like, and then you have enough lands to be able to get seven different ones, then you can get a ton of black zombie token creatures. Yeah. At least, like, eight. <laughs> a ton eight that's 16 power <laughs> yeah so uh the one that i'm most excited about i think for this whole set almost is uh lotus field this is a just a regular land it's not legendary has hex proof when there's a it enters the battlefield tapped when it enters the battlefield sacrifice two lands they do not have to be tapped uh, and then you can also tap this for three mana of any one color so the biggest problem is lotus veil has the issue of you sacrifice two of your land, untapped land, to be able to do that as well. Somebody can just blow that up, and then you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. This has hexproof, which is awesome. Makes it a lot tougher to just get rid of. Uh, yeah, this card seems pretty incredible for modern, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, I think everybody saw this and went Amulet of Vigor and Primeval Titan and just win the game. Yeah. No, this so, is. Do you see you playing this in Commander though, with the hexproof? Sure, Does that feel a lot sure. better? I don't, yeah, I don't have any problem with that. As long as it's not against Trombley's Kalia deck, that, <laughs> that Armageddon's all the time. Yeah, it kills. All so, the <laughs> uh, then we got the Scrylands, uh, the, the enemy enemy Scrylands, uh, and then we should probably just hit up a couple of the uncommons quick. So Colossus Hammer, which is an equipment for one mana. Equipped creature gets plus 10, plus 10, and loses flying. It equips for eight. There's so many cards that you can cheat this out or cheat it on to stuff. You have what? Aura, the one white. Cigar is eight. Yeah. 
Uh, you then you have, have the the hammer of Naha Nahilin, whatever. Mm-hmm. When it comes into play, you can attach it to a creature, and then your all your equipment, equipment that comes yeah. into play can attach to their creatures. So yeah, there's there's like three or four creatures um, that just like tap attach an equipment to. Uh, this this seems this is the right way to do it. Yeah. Instead of like if it was like seven to come out, one to equip. Yeah. Like, ah, that kind of sucks. But they they do make it so it loses evasiveness, so it's not flying, and it doesn't have trample, so it can be chump block pretty easily. Why can't it be have trample? Well, I'm just saying it doesn't have trample. A lot of times when you see a ten plus ten, I'll have trample or something. I'm gonna like give that. it trample. I'm gonna put it on a trample <laughs> card. No, it's not allowed to have trample, Lowry. Uh. Angel of Vitality, two and a white, two, two, flying angel. If you gain life, you gain that much plus one. Instead, it gains two plus two as long as you have 25 life or more. So, Commander players, you'll have a four, four, flying. This seems really good with Soul Sisters. Like, uh, whenever a creature enters the battlefield, you gain one life. Hmm. And so, you play this, gain one life, but gain another life. life. And then every other trigger just can get crazy. You almost spilled your beer all over the computer. I did. <laughs> almost. Uh, Cer- Cerulean Drake. Uh, colorless and a blue for a 1-1 flyer. It has protection from red. And then you can sacrifice Cerulean Drake. Counter target spell that targets you. Seems like a nice little utility card. Yeah. And it's a Drake. Goes in my Drake deck that I gotta make at some point. Uh, then we have Spectral Sailor. It's one for a 1-1. One, one. Flash, flying, tap three and one blue. Draw a card. Most of the time that's on like a, a like a three mana card or something. Mm-hmm. And I think you just put this into any deck with training grounds in it and you're happy. Uh, Yorox Fenlurker for a black and a black. It's a 1-1. One, one. When Yorox Fenlurker enters the battlefield, each opponent exiles a card from their hand which is nuts. And then it's uh, bonuses two, getting it two colorless and a, a black. Uh, it gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Nobody cares about that. But if you have this in Yorick deck, they exile two cards from their hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you reanimate this. This is cheap. It's easy. It's getting rid of cards and it's for your opponents. Uh, this seems like a nice cheap creature card. Chandra novice pyromancers this is our uncommon, uh, planeswalker three and a red five loyalty elementals it's plus one is elementals you control get two plus oh until on a turn minus one give yourself two red mana minus two it deals damage to any target i think those are pretty solid utilities for an uncommon especially for uncommon yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like almost like the this choice is here than the rare, than the rare. yeah because yeah. uh, uh, you're not going to use the minus one the first turn because you just spent four to get her out not necessarily you know but then you're and again, you put this on an elemental deck, and I think you're you're golden mm-hmm. right there. Uh, uh, goblin ringleader is seeing a reprint. Uh, getting into modern legal, yeah, which so is going to make goblins go crazy. Goblin so, instigator or Warren instigator went from like three bucks up to almost twenty. At this I just point. sold uh my. Th- I had four of the the goblin lands, the black red one. Oh yeah. Sold them for twenty seven a piece. <laughs> I do. Have, I have four of them as well. Yeah. So I, I kept my one, and I was like, "Fuck these three! I don't <laughs> need these." And sold those, and they sold instantly. So that was pretty sweet. So we have a uh, season of growth, which is one colorless, one green enchantment. Whenever a creature you control enters the battlefield under your control, 
or whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, scry one. And then whenever you cast a spell that targets a creature you control, draw a card. For an uncommon, really That's cheap doing a enchantment. Lot, really powerful. Yeah. And um, like if you have an aura deck, this goes in it. If you have a token deck, this allows you to scry a lot. It's kind of like a little bit on either side. Like it's a good card if you're a token deck or a good card if you're a Voltron deck. Mm-hmm. So it can go in either of them. Uh, Manifold Key, which is one colorless. It's an artifact. You can tap one, tap it, untap another target artifact, or you can tap three, tap it. Uh, target creature can't be blocked this turn. Um, so it's like that... Uh, Voltaic Key. Yeah, but that one you could tap, untap itself, which whatever. <laughs> I don't think I noticed that. It just said untap target artifact. Okay. And so this one just says untap another target artifact, but it also gives you the bonus of being able to give a, yeah. a creature... Just um, being ha- able to have more keys is always nice. Yeah. Uh, Molder Vine Reclamation. Three colorless, a black, and a green for an enchantment. Whenever a creature you control dies, you gain one life and draw a card. Sweet. Yeah sacrificing stuff getting shit uh risen reef risen reef risen reef one one green and one blue elemental one one when it enters the battlefield or another elemental enters the battlefield under your control look at the top card of your library if it's a land you may put it onto the battlefield tapped if you don't put it onto the battlefield put it into your hand so at least you're at the very least drawing a card off yeah. of this guy and you're potentially ramping mm-hmm. and um, then if you're playing oracle is more... a very good card and this gives makes all of your uh, elementals a coiling oracle mm-hmm. very very good then we had Tombbound lich one one blue and black one three zombie wizard has death touch lifelink when it enters the battlefield or deals combat damage to a player draw a card and then discard a card a lot of value there yeah so you got lifelink like, death touch you're able you to sit it. back and block and gain a little bit of life or just be aggressive with it and draw cards and discard them yeah and then our last are we going to talk about any commons you think nah okay uh cryptic caves which is a land it taps for a colorless or you can pay one tap it sacrifice cryptic caves draw a card activate this ability only if you control five or more lands this seems really good in Lord Windgrace. Yeah. Ta-da, or anything with Crucible will, of <laughs> Ta-da. Worlds. Ta-da. Ta-da. <laughs> Did you just do a magic trick, Larry? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Ta-da. <laughs> uh, but this seems really good in any type of land recursion or something that affects uh, has effects with lands in your graveyard. The cav- the Red Cavalier. Bam. Ta-da. So that, yeah. that, that's our set review right there. <laughs> Ta-da. Ta-da. How do you feel about this set? Uh, the cards that we talked about, I thought were pretty solid. I'm not happy, not fully happy about the mythics at the, the Cavaliers. Is um, it enough that you'd want to do a battle boxes? Because I'm on the fence of it for right now. I like this a lot better than last year's core set. Yes. Let's say that. But. Last year I had no interest in doing the core mm-hmm. set. Uh, I, I don't know. Should we just buy like another War of the Spark box? And- <laughs> <laughs> Or Modern Horizons. Yeah, right. No, I bought enough Modern Horizons. <laughs> okay. Uh, so. so, yeah, I think uh, I think this set... Again, core sets are always tough because you have half the cards. and Yeah. Um, I'm not impressed with the, the mythic spot with those elementals because I feel like you're going to waste uh, some money there. A lot of the legends are mythic, which also is disappointing. I mean, they do. They are good and interesting, so I'm cool with that. But making it tougher to get them, I, I see what they're doing. They're they're probably trying to see how much they can push. Like, 
how many boxes can we get commander players to buy for yeah. these legends? I just want to, and like, if we push legends, are they going to, uh, are they actually going to buy more boxes? See, and that's where I'm having trouble here is like, the legends I want to buy is the Panamonicon dude. Yeah. Um, the bird wizard chick. I don't know if it's a chick or not. It's a bird. A bird. And I guess this guy's pretty good. Kethis. 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 But $23 good? No. I don't know. Because then you have the Cavaliers, which I don't like as much. You know, they're not my favorite. Even the red one that's good isn't like my favorite. Like I want to go out and buy it. And so that's where it's hard for me to... The land is my big draw, you know? Oh, the Lotus Field? Yeah, I like that card a lot. So I guess we'll see. I, as it gets a little closer, maybe I'll change my mind. But at the moment, I'm Yeah, it's like, still like three weeks out, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, normally this gets revealed and we have, what, two weeks at the most? Generally, like a pre-release. But I think they're doing it early because Arena's kind of... the Arena gets it early. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I do... You know, I like the Planeswalkers a lot. Yeah. But the Cavalier cycle kind of fucks with me. And then I like the Legends. Like you said, if the Cavaliers were in a rare spot, then I'd feel a little better. Yeah, for sure. And then put some good cards in Like if you just took out maybe the Death Triggers on it. Yeah. And turned them rare, I'd be probably happier. We could probably even just turn them rare and they'd be the same. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Then they'd be good rares and still be worth $3. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that should do it for this week's episode. We, well, we'll see you next week, but uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter. At Commander Smith. And you can go to YouTube and check out our page and subscribe and like and share. And, oh, we still have this week for... Uh, Garookstong! <laughs> Garookstong! Dong! <laughs> Put that on there. We actually didn't get anybody doing Garookstong last yeah, week. well, so. I told you. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> we, can, we can always go back to Dick's Leaves, but No, that was last month. That was last it? month. So Garookstong. And then, actually, we should... Uh, so You're just hitting shit. Let's yeah. knock over beer. That's me. <laughs> uh, and then you guys can go to our Patreon and and if you're awesome you can go to our patreon if you're not stay away <laughs> not awesome only people. awesome people get it <laughs> uh, and then lastly go to our gmail account shoot us an email any questions uh some ideas will <laughs> promptly <laughs> respond that's if i'm by my computer if i'm not probably like respond once or twice and then leave and forget <laughs> to respond uh specifically talking to mr besh right now i apologize <laughs> I, just I didn't kinda, even see that one. Yeah, I, I was just got really into trying to make my Oathbreaker deck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll get back to you. Uh, and then it's so right now. Next afterwards. week we should have what are we? What do you have going on? We don't know yet. We do what, have kinda, next week. Next week. What's our episode? We're going to talk about. We're recording it tonight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so. I'm doing Yogmoth uh, Spotlight. There we go. And then we're going to talk about some Jank Tribes. There we go. And then maybe some Smith specs in there. Maybe. Possibly. I have some Smith specs ready. I don't know about Adam. Nah, Adam <laughs> just spent a bunch of money on Modern Horizons, so all I've been focused on is selling that shit. Makes sense. I shouldn't say it's shit because it actually sells like absolutely crazy right now. And then some things like um, Renin Six. Renin Six is up. I'm like, damn Give it! Why did those sell so up. quick? Because it ugh. it's it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Like people are still trying to figure out where Modern What's Horizons yeah. is going to do, but it's it it's good. Yeah. It's a shakeup. 
I'm glad that I, I bought as many as I did. It's been interesting, but man, it's a lot of work selling that many cards all at once. So that's why I don't have specs, but whatever. We'll we'll see. What the fuck? All right, we will catch you guys next week. Talk to you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. Don't copy me. <laughs>